What is up, my dudes? Welcome to the first ever episode of Sideshow. Yay! This is going to be like our informal, kind of just casual get-together. Oh, we're going to get weird as hell. Yeah, we're still going to get super weird for you guys, <laughs> including today. It's a weird Thanksgiving. Like, I almost wanted to, just because we watched so much, uh, for those of our listeners that are keen on that, I wanted to name it, huh, because this is our show, and we get to talk about what we want to talk about. And not yours. <laughs> yeah, we've been consuming a, a lot of Trixie Mattel and Katya content lately. Which is always a good thing. For those not in the know, those are two drag queens who famously competed on RuPaul's Drag Race. That is your fault. But I, I gladly... Oh my god, it's hilarious. Yeah, I was the one who was responsible for bringing them into your life. And everybody always looks at me like I have five heads when I'm like, Oh, do you watch... Do you, do you watch... Uh? Or do you, do you like... Anything involving like, like Dragula specifically? Anytime I bring that up to somebody, they're like, What? I'm like, yeah, it's like... RuPaul's Drag Race, but spooky and ten times more fun. And nah, not I wouldn't say as much shade. Depends on the season. It does. I always describe it as RuPaul's Drag Race combined with Fear Factor. <laughs> yes. The challenges, the extermination challenges, are always very Fear Factor esque, and I have a hard time sitting through some of them, honestly. And no Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's a bonus too. <laughs> Oh man. So one thing that I thought would be fun to do on the show is to like bring up any weird crime things that have happened in our area. And I unfortunately am horrible at that, but I got the idea because you kept coming to me with like a bunch of crazy ass <laughs> stories. Like one of my favorite ones, I believe it was on Halloween, wasn't it? The but the man in Yelm that was running down the street in a banana costume. Yeah, with a, with a knife. I actually went back and I went through my entire saved collection of the past like weirdest news stories that I gathered from like 2021, 2020, and I think there's a couple like late 2019 ones in there. And I figured that we could just kick this episode off today by just going through some of them. And I think that the very very first one I have is Banana Man. Yeah, let's pull it up. All right, let me pull this up really quick. I love how just <laughs> unorganically, or not, well, not unorganically, excuse me, how organically that happened, how the banana thing just popped up first. I didn't know that was going to be the first on your list. <laughs> this is already going so well. All right. So officers with the Yelm Police Department, this is from October 16th of last year, or no, of this year. <laughs> so just so last month. Yeah. So just a month ago. Officers with the Yelm Police Department are en route to a disorderly male who is running up and down the roadway in a banana costume. He also has a stick and is throwing things around. He was last in front of the Walmart. <laughs> and that was posted by Thurston County Scanner News and Weather Blog. Um, a lot of these will be from there. If they're not, I'll say where they're from. But yeah, you got a banana man with a stick <laughs> who's throwing things in front of the Walmart. On brand for Yelm. A lot of these, I feel like I read, were at the Yelm Walmart. I actually, where I work, one of my coworkers, she lives in Yelm, and yes, when uh, she got to work, she saw that news article, and she was like, "Yeah, that is on brand for Yelm." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, yeah, she said about the same thing that you did. Oh, my next one is a super fun one. Throwback to August twenty third this year. 
Washington State Patrol was alerted to a minivan that left from Maytown Rest Area with a wife driving while the husband slept in the back. The husband was left behind at a rest stop. Apparently, the wife thinks the husband is still asleep in the back of the van. So if any any of you just left the rest stop in a minivan with your husband asleep in the back, you may want to go back and get him. Additional information. The couple is headed to Vancouver, Washington. The husband's cell phone is still in the van. They are going to attempt to try to ping his phone for a location. We have a happy ending. Maybe. The wife is heading back to pick up her husband. <laughs> we aren't sure what prompted her to call 911, but I'm sure her husband is thankful. I love that she realized he was gone panicked and called 911. <laughs> like he was kidnapped or something. He's probably just sitting at that stop, or just was sitting at that stop, just like, where, where'd, she, where'd she go? I remember when that post happened, a lot of people in the comments were like, Oh, all you people laughing at him, like, like they were acting like he was like a little defenseless child instead of a grown man <laughs> who had to wait somewhere for like an extra 30 minutes. I just thought that was super funny. All right. What else do we have? Oh, here we go. This one's from Winlock. Oh, boy. That's a little too close. So the headline from this one is Winlock man charged for allegedly busting through door and threatening occupant. Which is a pretty straightforward headline, but where it gets really where it gets really good is this quote right here. When asked about the damage to the door, Paul reportedly stated that he tripped over a frog and fell through the door, but later allegedly admitted that he hit the door with his knee to break it in, according to the affidavit. I hate when I trip <laughs> over a frog. That's the excuse my dad uses when he like farts. Oh, stepped on a frog. Step you can't use frog. that for breaking and entering. <laughs> <laughs> Too many frogs all over the place. I keep tripping over shit and I got holes all over my walls. Yeah, who decided? Just because of all these damn frogs. Who decided that frogs are the ones to take the blame for everything? Farts, breaking and entering. <laughs> Leave them alone. Ooh, this one might be. This one's definitely my top three, if not my favorite one. Uh oh. November 1st, 2020. Remember, like, shit's crazy now, but a year ago, shit was even crazier. People were losing their minds. It really was. Tumwater police have been dispatched to a possible satanic ritual in progress involving a chicken occurring in the parking lot of Walmart <laughs> on Little Rock Road. <laughs> With that, I'm convinced I'm hearing things and have gone completely crazy, so good night, Thurston County. Update. We have been able to confirm that this was not a satanic ritual and that the chicken is a well-cared-for service animal. With that, wait, all is well, the chicken is safe. <laughs> like, wait. I remember you telling me about that. I remember when that happened. You were just like, what in the hell? And then I remember seeing the first part where I was like, wait a minute, a what with the who? You know, like <laughs> I was like, satanic ritual in the Walmart parking lot with a chicken. And then I remember seeing the update and I was like, the chicken was a service animal <laughs> just imagining this chicken wearing a vest like a high visibility vest right. do not pet working chicken <laughs> working chicken now i, I want to i really want i really want a patch that says that now and i want that put i want that on a vest Ooh, we got a little mcdonald's mischief for this one i love mcdonald's mischief that's some of my favorite mischief october 9th 2020 Lacey police and fire are reporting to a reported malicious mischief at the McDonald's on Marvin Road, Northeast. Wait, malicious mischief. That's that's even better. 
A female suspect became irate with employees, threw a milkshake at the door, and has now started at least one brush fire, which is described as having flames up to seven feet tall. Good lord. She fled the scene after starting the fire. <laughs> seven feet tall. <laughs> Over a milkshake? Or just something McDonald's related? Yeah, I don't know what it was about, but she flung the milkshake. I would assume it's got something to do with the milkshake, maybe. I mean, she flung it. Why would you fling a perfectly good milkshake? There had to have been something wrong with it. When my half-brother worked at Jack in the Box, he got a milkshake flung at him back. Like, he, like, gave it to a customer through the drive-thru, and they, like, flipped out on him, and they threw it back at him through the window. We don't know why, do we? No, I don't know why, but my brother's a dick, and <laughs> he probably deserved it as so. well. There you go. <laughs> It's Thanksgiving, time for family drama. Time for family drama and flinging milkshakes. Ooh. Ooh. August 31st, 2020. Washington State Patrol has checked on an arm that is on the freeway near, near <laughs> milepost 108. If you see this arm, please know that it is a mannequin arm, so there is no need to report it. <laughs> they also did a lovely sketch of like a poorly drawn car with like a giant very not to scale like <laughs> that looks like a muppet arm it does look like a muppet arm we'll have to post this a little later but that is hilarious it just, it literally just looks like a muppet arm the way they drew it and for other things in the road july 3rd 2020 a thurston county sheriff's office deputy nearly steered into two cows in the road on highway 507 steered into a couple steers after a beef investigation of the scene the deputy uttered that the fence to their pasture appeared to be broken the owner is coming out to repair the fence and move the cows the deputy is staking out there for now he wants to make sure that they don't get butchered by an oncoming vehicle damn it I'm impressed with the level of cow puns <laughs> incorporated into that post. I only got one. What is it? Steered into a couple steers. I mean, they did that one, though. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, right first one. Deputy nearly steered into two cows. Well, I was like steering into a couple steers. I felt like that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a writer. I, I, I just commentate. I pretend to know shit. Ooh, this one's pretty wild. What is this one? June 18th, 2020, Tumwater police are attempting to secure a curious dog who found an open second-story window, busted through the screen, and wandered onto the roof while the neighbors were or while the owners were gone. Neighbors called for help after seeing the pup wandering about on the roof. The fire department is bringing a ladder. Why am I this dog? I feel like that's that's some shit I would do if I was a dog. Just get yourself into like ridiculous scenarios. Just whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I just like window. I can obviously go in there. Rooftop. Hey, what's up? I've never been this high before. Oh, what are all these really nice men in like black and yellow outfits here for? They have really cool trucks. They have really nice lights. Oh, he's really nice. He's picking me up right now. Oh, he's got treats. This is rad. Like, I would just think everything is for me. <laughs> all right. These ones are from Lewis County. And these ones just in they have to be in order it's oh, no. this series of things happening like all on this thursday that really it it really hit my funny bone for some reason all right first one man allegedly leaves his firearm in a business's bathroom at 12:46 p.m. on thursday police received a report at the 1900 block of northwest louisiana avenue from a man who believes he left his handgun in the restroom of a business. He claimed it hadn't been turned in, nor was it in the restroom. 
Oh my god. Did he ever get it back? <laughs> Where'd it go? That's not good. That's not good, my guy. <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh you know, I don't know for these ones. I was about to say we should, I think that these ones are from last year. We should keep an eye open for any crimes done with a stolen firearm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, the next one. Verbal dispute in drive thru. At twelve four or at two forty eight PM on Thursday, police received a report at the fourteen hundred block of Northwest Louisiana Avenue, very close to that first location, of a man and woman allegedly getting into a verbal argument outside their car, blocking the drive thru line. Oh, that was us. They shorted us a nugget. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. You make yeah. such a big scene. And then for the third one, Gatorade bottle allegedly thrown through home window. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why that makes me laugh so much. I just imagine, honestly, I don't even think it's actually a bottle of Gatorade. I imagine like, yeah, it was a Gatorade bottle, but it was filled with piss. At 9.53 p.m. on Thursday, police received a report at the 400 block of East Plum Street from a victim who claimed that a Gatorade bottle had been thrown through the front window of their home. With it just phrased like that, all I can imagine, because like I don't, I don't hear like a broken window. I don't hear anything about broken glass. I just imagine like this person had their window open and this dude just ran by and was just like, no, I don't need this anymore. Just toss it in the window. And this dude was like, hey. That wasn't married. I'm, this isn't a trash can. I'm going to call the police. Ooh, and this is another one from Thurston County Scanner on May 20th, 2019. WSP was dispatched to milepost 104 on I-5-4. Wait for it. Clown doing tricks. Upon arrival in the area, the trooper could only find a cat in the hat hat on a stick. The trooper radio dispatch saying the clown did a disappearing act and noted the call as UTL, which is unable to locate. Troopers in the area are still searching for the clown. Remember, we just report what we hear. I love when they're so ridiculous <laughs> that they have to be like, listen, we don't we don't have any answers for you guys. We're just as confused as you all are. A part of the reason I actually enjoy living in this state, just for the... the it's almost like a competition with Florida for just crackpot news yeah there's a lot of weird stuff that happened out here i mean that's why i decided to start a whole podcast about it and it's fantastic you never run out of content the list just keeps on growing it's a little bit overwhelming honestly yeah i was about to say every time you're just kind of like i don't know what we're gonna do next something else pops up and you're like damn now i got like three more things we can fucking <laughs> we got lined up it's a good problem to have though i'm not complaining no i agree so how's your thanksgiving going so far i know that you woke up and immediately put on a movie called Thanks Killing. Yeah, I was about to talk about that, actually. Yeah. A movie that I'd been like, oh, man. So I follow on Instagram a few weird accounts that are just like VHS deaths and, and just, just specifically shot on a VHS or pulled from a VHS tape. And yeah, one of them was uh, Thanks Killing, which I don't even think was on a VHS tape, but it was just like a bunch of B-horror movie stuff. And I think it was like VHR or v VCR of Death or something like that it was on. Uh, but yeah, they they had one of the death scenes on there and I was like, what in the world is this? And there's like this weird little turkey puppet that's just super duper terrible it just does not look good at all they, it is it, awful like the, i mean the beginning of the movie you were still asleep for it but like the very beginning of the movie is just like opening shot is just 
a, a, a like a pilgrim woman's boob. Yeah, that's what I got woken up by this morning. A turkey puppet that talks. It talks. I feel like it's an important detail to throw in there. It does. They don't even like... They don't, they don't, you just learn about that later in the movie. Like in the beginning of the movie, he's not even talking. It's just it's just like coming after this, this, this pilgrim woman still fully dressed, but for some reason only her boobs are out. It's the, that's the only thing. Boobs and out Friday. I was about to say, that's the only, I think, boob scene you get in this entire movie. <laughs> it's just this useless, no context. Just there's this, here's this woman with her boobs out in the pioneer days. <laughs> I was glad that I, I had to leave because I had to go home to take care of my pets before I came <laughs> back down here for our like Thanksgiving celebration. Um, I am really glad that I caught how the turkey came back to life which was by a dog peeing on a incredibly tiny totem pole like a Figuring. not even a foot tall it's like a five inch totem pole this dog pees on and it went on for a very long time and it comes and he's just kind of like i'm back bitch like literally just talking like that killing everybody it's just, it's just ravaging these college kids and just, it, the story is so loose and awful and bad and it's 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 wonderful <laughs> it's my new thanksgiving tradition i might watch the second one later do it i'm, I'm <laughs> down for it honestly i'm here to experience it yeah i and then on the way back i got to listen to alice's restaurant on my drive down which is like my i'm always like are you an alice's restaurant family <laughs> to people on thanksgiving and if you are you have a cool family and if you aren't there's room for improvement but, like, yeah, I got my listen in. I love it. It just always makes me happy because my dad always played it when I was a kid. It's, like, our Thanksgiving tradition. It's hilarious. That's what I'm saying. You passed on that tradition to me now. I did because yeah. you hadn't heard the whole thing. And I finally had you, Never. like, sit down. And I was like, we're about to sit here on the Group W bench. And we're about to listen to Alice's Which restaurant. I'm curious now. Because I think we watched that video earlier. And it looked like there might have been a movie. Alice's I think that restaurant. there is a movie, but I don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't think so. I don't know if it's a good movie. Oh, Alice's Restaurant, 1969. I mean, I don't care if it's a good movie. Like, you know that I'm, like, fully down to watch crap. <laughs> True. Thanks, Killing is not, like... No. <laughs> 2009. Excellent and it, it looked... Oh, man. It looked like it was done on the budget of, like somebody's just back pocket yeah and why it was 2009 but all the guys had like puka shell necklaces on yeah they all look like dave matthews band listening to college kids yeah it was extreme like big 2003 energy for some oh, yeah. reason i was like what is this movie has a weird off-putting vibe 2009 was a strange the turn of the decade is always weird and now we're in a time where everybody wants to live in the 90s but back to alice's restaurant so 1969 this came out all right so it, it is a movie we need to see we need we need to see if this is on like prime or something later we should let's check it out if it is maybe we got a new thanksgiving tradition oh and arlo guthrie is in it so that was arlo guthrie all right cool speaking of other thanksgiving traditions i look i went to like six stores this year trying to find a celebration roast <laughs> yeah that was a that was a fucking mission Mm -hmm. For those not in the know, it's like a little vegetarian Thanksgiving roast. The company Field Roast makes it, and they make like the best stuff. It's so good. It's always what I get. 
and I'm just like super stoked about getting it. And then I couldn't find one anywhere this year. But finally, shout out to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Well, no, shout out to my Facebook friend because I posted yeah. a whiny Facebook status that was like, I can't find a celebration roast anywhere. And it was like two days before Thanksgiving because I'm a terrible procrastinator. Also, we just weren't really sure what we were doing for Thanksgiving this year. And Still kinda... not sure. And here it is. Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> So I post my whiny Facebook status and one of my friends is like, hey, you should try Trader Joe's if you have one near you. They have like a turkey list thing. Here's sent me a picture. Here's what it looks like. So we go to Trader Joe's. And just the other day I was like, I think I want to like start shopping at Trader Joe's. Like I think that I have my life together enough at that point where I was like, I think I might be a Trader Joe's shopper now. You know, I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, I was like imagining my whole life. I was like, I'm going to get like organic you know um but as soon as we walked into there the other day i was like absolutely fucking <laughs> it's fucking chaos the chaos it's so lawless in so there. much shit's going on it's lawless it's chaotic i don't understand Everybody's how just to pulling shop out there of bins. yeah and so we're i'm like trying to walk down the frozen aisle because i saw it was like in a frozen box so i'm like obviously it's gonna be in this aisle that shit was the wild west there were people reaching really in front was. of me i couldn't see i was just like oh so finally we tracked down an employee and i was like do you have any of these left and then she goes over there and they have like a ton left. yeah just the, the... yeah she seems kind of not happy with me and i was like i'm sorry i can't find things in your incredibly chaotic store i don't go here <laughs> i remember when we walked out i was like this place was built by an adhd person how did, I, how did I phrase it? This is built by, this was conceptualized by an ADHD person, but not for people with ADHD. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just chaotically designed. Nothing makes sense. And I was like, nope, I think I'll be sticking to Walmart, unfortunately, because big aisles, uh, less people, and things are, things make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetarian like we, stuff all in one aisle, you know, all in one little section. We definitely talked about that. We're like at Walmart, your chaos is your chaos is spread out more. Whereas mm -hmm. yeah, Trader Joe's is all in one just one miserable area. And that's the only Trader Joe's I've ever been to. So I don't know if they're all small like that. Like that even the parking lot's small and chaotic. Everything about it is bad vibes. And I'm like, I feel like the store is supposed to be like the should, the Dutch bros of grocery stores. We should try another Trader Joe's. We should. We should see if there's any around here or any others around here. I'm going to check it out. I don't know. But anyways, we did get me my turkey loaf, and it comes with stuffing and gravy, so I'm really excited to try that later. Ooh, there's one in Vancouver. Right? And then we hit the Walmart uh, to look for my free or fre. I don't know fre? how to say it. F-R-E. Eh? It has the E with the little, like, apostrophe oh, over it. Apostrophe, the accent. Fre. Fre. My fre wines. <laughs> and they had none. Where we were there like a week ago and they had a big section and I went, oh my god, look how many non-alcoholic... For two dollars! Yeah, for two dollars. I was like, look how many non-alcoholic wines they have. It, like, made my life amazing. The, sh the Like, the champagne one was there, two bucks. I was like, this is the best day of my life because I'm a non-drinker. And we'd go there, none. And we were just like, okay. So we go to the liquor store. Like a stout. And Stephen, like, walks up to the chick and she's like... Or he's like, do you have any non-alcoholic wines? And she's like... Yeah, we have like four of them. And I was like, oh, I got <laughs> options. And then I literally went in between two of them for probably about 10 minutes. And I'm sure I drove you crazy. I was like, should I get this? And then I was like, I'm getting this one. And I'd like put it back. And then I'd be like, <laughs> I actually, I think I'm going to get the other one. And I think I 
Yeah, I settled on toast. It's like T-O with a little umlaut. I like think the so. Toast? 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 And it's like a, I think it's like a white tea with like some like elderberry, maybe some ginger in it. I was going to ask that. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's what it was, but I couldn't, I couldn't exactly remember. So that's my big exciting meal for the rest of the day and... That and the, uh, the Martinelli's. Bread and Martinelli's. Which I got a bone to pick with uh, Rhett and Link. They released a video of them oh, yeah. ranking the Martinelli's drinks. And they put... they. I feel like they did blush bad. Blush is delicious. They blush did. is they my talked favorite. To, they talked a lot of shit on my favorite Martinelli's, which yeah. is the blush one. And you know what? We had it last night. And I drank... I, well, we... I pretty much drank an entire bottle of it to myself in like 20 minutes last night. Because I'm a beast when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> At no regrets, and it was delicious. No, it's it's still my favorite. <laughs> I accidentally bought a bottle of the apple cranberry one. Oh. I know on accident. I just grabbed it because I thought tart. it was the original one. I haven't tried it. It's just sitting in my fridge because I don't like drinking. I don't drink cranberry juice for fun because I'm someone who's had so many like urinary tract infections in my life. It's also too close to calling it crapple. And that's just yeah, uncomfortable. And I don't like crapple. No. It's just, it's just not. No, it doesn't sit well. Have you ever had one of those grapples? Graples? Grapples? No, no, I it's haven't. like the it's an apple that tastes like a grape. I'd be down to try that too. Yeah, bring the sparkling, bring bring that. Uh, no, it's like a it's like a over. it's a real apple. I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> I want to try that. I feel like both of our brains are short circuited for a second because you were talking about Martinelli's and I'm talking about. No, no, no! I got you on the apple. I was okay. just like, bring the bring the Martinelli's over. I want to okay. try that. But yeah, no, I'll bring it down. I want to try. I want to try this apple that tastes like a grape. Yeah. What's it, uh, a, gr- a grapple? A grapple? 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 <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Um, but yeah, I tried one. Probably I was like probably when I was like a late teenager. I've never had one. I've never I don't think I've heard of one until now. I um I don't like artificially grape flavored things. Like I like grapes, like grapes, oh, grapes in the freezer, one of my favorite snacks. I love grapes, green grapes, purple grapes, not picky, love grapes. I hate artificial grape flavoring. It reminds me of like medicine and cough syrup. See, I'm a weirdo. I was always like, if I'm going to get medicine, give me the grape shit. Mixed berry gang or die. <laughs> Mixed berry gang or die. Yeah, I was like grape or cherry, dude. Yeah. Grape or cherry. See, and I don't like I don't the like cherry, cherry flavor see, cher- either. I don't like artificial cherry flavor because it's the same thing, cough medicine. See, more time than not, I am like, give me the grape though because cherry is hit and miss in medicine. I feel like grape is such a solid, just kind of like, all right, cool. I understand it from like a masking flavor, but I hate the super strong masking flavor. That's why I'm like super picky. That's why I hope this toast stuff that I got is good because I hate like the, I hate like a non-alcoholic wine, but it's really just like grape juice because yeah. I hate grape juice. And I'm like, Bleh. and yes, Shit. there is a difference. Here's your glass <laughs> bottle full of Welch's. Yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't make me feel fancy. This makes me feel like a preschooler. Oh. No offense to those who like grape juice, of course. I was about to say, you're reading me. Love grape juice, and you're allowed to. <laughs> Have you ever had the bubblegum grapes? The bubblegum grapes. No, I've. Oh had no, the, cotton the, candy grapes. Yes, I was gonna say those I have had. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like want to find the uh, the witch finger grapes. What are those? Those? Oh my god, you got to see these things. They literally look like witch fingers. Uh, I believe they come. No, not witch finger cookies. I want the grapes. Give me the grapes grapes here we go yeah i was gonna say i couldn't remember if they came in green or not these make me uncomfortable i love them they look like peppers no yes i want them oh they do have green 
I don't like these. They're like grapes, but they're like super long and skinny, and they look like little leeches. I like them. I don't like them. I like it. I, I don't love like it. them at all. I you can like have it. those. I understand. I want them. I mean, oh, wait, am I coming around? Okay. I think if you have one, you'll come around. I think it's they're like delicious. More grape. It is. It's more. It's, it is. It's more elongated grape. I don't like. It's just. They... It's just, they're just long boy grapes. <laughs> I don't know. Something about their appearance is very off-putting to me, and I don't like it. What is a moondrop grape? Moondrop grapes. What is? Or is this just like the same thing? Hold on a second. Okay. Uh. Of chill. <laughs> Oh, they look like okay, okay, okay. I I got thrown off by the chili peppers thing. I was like, are they related to chili peppers? And it was like, no, they are just they grow like that. And I was like, okay, I can I can I can deal with it. Okay, so it's the same thing. Dark blue. Oh, okay, no, these are different. These are dark blue grapes, but they look they're like they look like tiny eggplants. They do. I mm. I want to try these out too. Grapery. Yeah, they kind of look like those like dried peppers in the spice section of the grocery store <laughs> this is okay th- i'm sorry but this weird grape cake that this person made <laughs> that's so strange i encourage you to look up moon grapes at this moment and somewhere somewhere down there somebody's got a uh, a grape cake and it <laughs> i'm both confused by it intrigued I-, I would try it though i think i would try it too oh we forgot a- our dessert for thanksgiving oh yeah mini pies yeah we just went to walmart (laughs) i got a mini apple pie and steven got one of the mini cherry pies i honestly kind of regret not getting just like one of the big apple pies too i mean it's not too late well it is 1 30 almost i don't know 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 we'll see we'll see we'll see but if not We'll check, we'll check, we'll check, we'll check the IGA here in a minute. Or maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We got, we, <laughs> we're still, we're still in the middle of this. Oh, but in other news, um, outside, outside of grape news and grape things and me hitting necklaces on my mic stand. Yeah. I finally got a, 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 a new laptop so I can stop, uh, annoying Trista with having to use it all the time. And like, now she can like do more work for the podcast and whatnot. And that's rad. You mean I got a laptop? Yeah, I just thought it'd be funny if I said I got a laptop. Oh. And then I was bugging you with it and all that shit. But it didn't really work out that way. <laughs> I had it rehearsed better. But no, we got you a laptop. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> like the best Christmas present I've gotten in a really, really, really long time. I'm stoked. I can work on Olympia Oddities and Sideshow wherever I'm going now. I'm excited for it. Coffee shop. They're being pretentious. <laughs> Library. Oh, you writing? Look a at script? me work. Yep. Wait, yeah, I'm writing a script. Oh, what's it? What, what Actually, I'm writing podcast copy. Oh, podcast copy. Oh. Would Would you mind reading my uh my pilot? <laughs> it's a two and a half men sequel. I don't I don't, I don't think it'll uh, it'll go very far. But so. What podcast have you been listening to recently, Stephen? Are you really asking me that? You already know, because I won't shut up about it. I do, but our listeners don't. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of past guests from uh, Donut Media. Uh, it's about cars. It's not about farts. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, recently, I've been learning about uh, the first, which which is kind of funny, because I'm not really like into cars that much. Like, I love driving, but I don't really know 
the finer points of cars and stuff like i don't know like engine sizes and stuff like that like off the top of my head i kind of have like a general concept of it well there's like so much to learn with that oh stuff. yeah i'm always like amazed when people can do that stuff like rattle off like oh that car is a 1974 g 45 14 horsepower v19 engine i'm like what yeah right and i just like i just uh, yeah i'm 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 horrible with that crap i get scared when i take my car in for an oil change (laughs) but donut media i found them on youtube and they um yeah they're fantastic they do they, they have like very easy to learn format about cars and stuff i think i found out about them by way of their series called up to speed yeah where they just go through different types of cars different brands and whatnot that's kind of changed recently though but the podcast that i've been listening to is just yeah past gas so they're talking about cars and just the historical things from like nascar cars in general car brands crazy true crime stories that they have in the car world which believe it or not yeah there are a few I'm sure you know John DeLorean. Holy crap, that's a fun one. I don't yeah, even think I've made it to that story. episode. But yeah, it is. I might listen to that one because I'm curious to learn more. I know like the basics, but... I think I've done... What have I done up to this point? My favorite ones... Most recently, I listened to the Hells Angels. I think they had like a four or five part series I want to listen to this because oh, I'm super curious about all of that. It is fantastic. They They kind of break it down into like many biker gangs where those came from and then like hunter s thompson too because of course he had his little stint in the hell's angels to write a book about him but the one that i've been listening to recently is about the first black nascar driver wendell scott that's his name he yeah i've known about this dude for a long time i remember watching a movie it was like on speed or something like espn or one of the sports channels i think it was speed though but it was Richard Pryor was playing Wendell Scott and I was like this is the hell is this and I didn't realize (laughs) it was a true story and it wasn't like a a comedy movie that like Richard Pryor typically does but yeah I remember like watching this movie this is is badass this dude's doing his own doing his own pit he's like yeah that's crazy to me you were telling me about that he'd like be his own pit crew like he'd just get out of the car and run around and do all the tires and shit and he was like that's a that's another fucking thing i never told you sorry i didn't mean to do the the leg clap and like i'm just i'm just i'm I'm ramped up talking about this because i have a heart attack over here (laughs) jesus this dude is this dude is an inspiration but yeah he would like run moonshine and all that stuff but he was like in his 40s when he had his like professional race car career wow like so yeah he was like doing his own pit and whatnot like clear into his 40s that's so insane and like and like winning but it was it was devastating to watch in these movies and whatnot for like an, a, a visual representation of him just like passing the finish line being the first in the race but the guy that's supposed to like wave the flags and whatnot not doing anything and then when the second guy comes they wave the checkered flag like they just they screwed him over so many times it's a sad story but it's, it's really 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 inspiring the dude just didn't quit yeah i highly recommend you check that one out i think that's yeah it's really about the only podcast i've been listening to recently yeah i saved a couple episodes that i thought looked interesting uh you told me a while ago after i did my episode on evil knievel yes that's a great one that i should check out theirs which i still haven't done but i'm getting around to it i just have a giant list of podcast episodes (laughs) to get through and i added one that was like 
uh six cheaters in car history or something like that because i saw that and i was like oh that looks like a good place for me to start i think i listened to that one too that one's got some really good stuff in it like i think uh junior johnson's one you're gonna learn about junior johnson he was he was he was a good cheater so what have you been listening to what have i been listening to honestly lately a lot of true crime obsessed and obsessed with disappeared which are two true crime podcasts i was gonna say you do bring up true crime obsessed a bit yeah i do i mean i talk about both of them but i remember true crime you talk about i feel like you talk about true crime obsessed a little bit more though i do which yeah. is basically patrick hines and jillian pensavale oh yeah they're my <laughs> friends but they don't even know it um best friends especially patrick we go way back uh no but uh yeah, and they just recap like different uh sports document or not sports documentaries. Lately <laughs> they've been doing sports documentaries and it's been hilarious because like they did a basketball, they covered Malice at the Palace, the Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've been meaning to watch that myself. They kept calling it going backstage, walking off the stage. It was it was very like me how i relate to sports like it was it was how it's the sports coverage sports story coverage that i need in my life where it's like two people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to sports they do when it comes to true crime talking about sports true crime because i don't know anything either i need the basic concepts broken down (laughs) and yeah it's just fantastic they have amazing episodes um they're like one of my go-tos i always listen to them uh and then Obsessed with Disappeared is Patrick Hines and Ellen Marsh, who's one of his other friends, recapping episodes of the ID show, Dis- Dis- or, yeah, Investigation Discovery show, Disappeared. And I love that one. I've gotten some episode ideas from that one. Oh, nice. They really just take apart an episode of Disappeared and break it down for you. Sometimes there's ridiculous things in there. They actually became friends with the narrator oh who does all the voiceovers for it and they've had him on for like i think they've done like an episode or two where he comes on and they ask him questions it's amazing i love that i super recommend them and i've been listening to true crime campfire a lot which is my friends katie and whitney's show which is amazing their level of research that they do is like insane it's amazing like they you brought just... that one up a couple of times like, yes I've, I've seen it on your phone and i have seen you like listen to it and i need to i need to like take a dive into that one and they find some of just the most bizarre weirdest cases ever that are just like uh, one i was listening to the other day and i was just driving alone in my car and i literally just kept going what <laughs> what what like i was just sitting in my car losing my mind i was like this can't no one in this episode is doing the thing that they need to do or should be doing and i was just like that's me listening to any podcast about evil can evil <laughs> sorry i had to so, make that circle back yeah so there's like three recommendations for like what i've been listening to lately nice mm-hmm. all true crime all true crime and i'm just over here just listening to past cast the only other one that i've been listening to is uh office ladies but i've taken a huge break on that one it is it is a it is a good podcast but they do spend a lot of time just talking about wardrobe and whatnot and i'm just kind of like cool i get the evolution in the wardrobe but i'm like you're spending like a half hour talking about the wardrobe like i'm more curious about like the show and like what was see now i'm like i need to add this to my list because i want to hear about that stuff that sounds fascinating to me like one thing honestly one thing i did i did appreciate was they kind of like followed um 
Kelly's, uh, what, what? Mindy Kaling. Yeah, they followed her and how like after a while she just sort of abandoned what they wanted her to wear. She was like, I'm going to do what I want. And, and yeah, that was that's actually hilarious to like watch that evolution. Yeah, that's a fantastic one. I know there's another like Brian Baumgartner had another for, yeah, for some reason. My entrance into podcasts was the office podcasts. <laughs> I think I listened to like his or, an oral history of the office. That one was really good. But yeah, other than that, yeah, just just a uh, good old good old past guess. My first podcast was that I ever listened to was the manifestos episode of last podcast on the left that was actually i was gonna was gonna guess last podcast not that episode i don't i have not listened to a whole i need to i need to i haven't listened to to it in a while but it holds up that's the one where they talk about elliot roger and chris dorner and one other guy who was like schizophrenic yeah, he had like some sort of schizophrenic meltdown and had like a journal filled with like stuff about like aliens were like abducting him and like probing him and stuff like that. That's terrifying. I think so. It's been a while since I listened to that episode, but and I listened to that and I was like, whoa, there's a whole world of like comedy and weird, spooky, freaky, creepy stuff out there that I can go explore. Speaking of comedy and weird, spooky, creepy things. Not that I definitely, not that I really want to explore, but what do you think about Demi Lovato being a part of the uh, alien hunter world or paranormal world now? Next question. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think, oh, sorry. (laughs) You know what I just remembered? We have a true crime connection to Thanksgiving. Scott Skerlock, remember? I did an episode on him. He was the bank robber who wore all the disguises. He broke into Evergreen and like used chemicals from their labs to make meth. And then with that meth-fueled energy, built a treehouse that he lived in. And then he started robbing banks. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I highly (laughs) recommend going and checking out that episode or reading Anne Rule's book, The The Golden Boy Who Never Grew Up. Let's, do, let's look that up real quick. I do remember that episode, and that was a that was a fantastic episode. Actually, I'll let you go ahead and do the yeah. The I think it's, I want to say it's like Anne Rule, the Golden Boy, something like that. If you type in Anne Rule Scott Skirlock, it shouldn't show up. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So the end of the dream, the Golden Boy who never grew up. All right. So I super recommend going back to listen to either that episode or you can read Anne Rule's book, uh, The End of the Dream, The Golden Boy Who Never Grew Up, which covers the entire story. But yeah, shout out to Thanksgiving Day Traffic, because that's what ended up foiling all their bank robbing plans. That will forever be one of my favorite details in a, cr- in a true crime story, is that they didn't account for Thanksgiving Day Traffic. Just th- that That's like if you took Breaking Bad and Viva La Bam and combined them into one. <laughs> like, it's got everything. You got, you got a teacher stealing things from the school to make oh, meth. Teacher. Oh, not a teacher. Excuse me. St- <laughs> well he's a teacher in the story now okay but no you have a man sneaking into a school was he a student at the school no no i don't think so no yeah i was about to say he wasn't even a student there but you have a man sneaking into a school stealing items from the school to make meth and then on a meth bender decides hey i want a treetop meth house so then he makes that i just Breaking Bad and Viva La Bam energy all over the place. <laughs> like as soon as I remember when the treehouse happened, 
like when I, when I listened to the episode the first time, I immediately just thought about Bam's Treetop Casino. Like oh, instantly. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's really funny. Honestly, things I still want. <laughs> I just want I just want a treetop. I don't even play craps, but I want a treetop casino with a craps table and a poker table. I want to go to that tree house that's on Airbnb down in Portland. Oh, yeah. It has like a hot tub and stuff up there. Let's do it. So bad. It has like a year out waiting list. I tried to get that, get that for my birthday this year. And then I looked and it was like, the soonest thing is like next year in October. And I was like, well, it looks like we're not going to the hot tub Airbnb. Aren't there like a bunch of tree houses like up in Alaska? Not three houses. I misspelled it. I believe that there's like three houses in Alaska. Yeah, there's probably, there's probably like 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 three of them. I'd say there's at least three houses in Alaska. <laughs> Tree houses near me. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, this is just giving me like the library. Treehouse Island. What is Treehouse Island? I've never heard of this. Things to do. Treehouse Island. Are there are there literally just a bunch of tree houses here? Okay, that's I don't think that's what that is, but I believe this. That looks like the McDonald's mural. Yeah, I was gonna say that does look like the McDonald's mural. <laughs> it's like that... a, it's like a very cartoony stylized like deserted island, <laughs> but there's like a treehouse where it's like basically taking up the entirety of the island. But the the style it's done in is incredibly similar to the mural that was in that Centralia McDonald's. <laughs> oh my god! Which. R.I.P. I still don't know where that thing went to. What does that wall say now? Delicious burger. Every time we drive I by fucking... it. fucking... <laughs> mm. Okay, but this house here, granted, no one can see this, but I believe that is to be... We need to check out Treehouse Island. Okay. Let's ch- yeah, let's check out Treehouse Island. Let's go, let's, go, let's go live on Treehouse Island. Let's go have Thanksgiving in a treehouse. Sounds complicated. Sounds like we're going to burn down the treehouse. Hey, if the Keebler elves can make cookies in a house, we can like make tofurkey or a Trader Joe's non-turkey roll. I've seen elf. I know that their treehouse is caught on fire. That that was that was elf. That was fiction. I'm talking about the real Keebler elves. (laughs) We're not talking about the fictitious elves from a a Will Ferrell movie. Talking about the real, honest to God, hardworking elf America I'm that makes up the backbone of this country. About them fudge cookie making, hardworking, broken back because they work so hard to make all the delicious fucking treats. Little elves. blistered elf fingers, little <laughs> blistered elf toes from the wooden shoes, dude. It's hard to be on your feet all day when you got like those little wooden clogs on. Oh, yeah. Pinching the toe. Yeah. Pinching the toe, pinching the loaf, making the cookies. <laughs> pinching the loaf, pinching the toe. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's a good place to call it, don't you? I do, too. I think that that's a good place to wrap up for our first ever episode of Sideshow. Hopefully you enjoyed the ride and it wasn't too much of a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, you know. I think we had We're going to have a couple growing pains, but yeah. I'm sure, you know, give us give us a little bit. It's like when we first started recording at the Doom Saloon and Steven first came on as a podcast. It's going to be a little bit of like, ah, <laughs> a little bit of you know, but we'll get there. Just yeah. give us, you know, just a couple episodes. We'll get all the kinks we'll worked out. We'll get a couple segments all figured out. You know, you know we not just everything came up... is the, the, the that, that weird hose that doesn't get kinks in it. No, this is definitely just your run of the mill garden hose. We yeah, got we kinks. don't have the budget for that. 
Yeah, we got kinks. We got kinks. We gotta we gotta go find them and unroll them. The kinks even. The kink, yeah. Lovely record collection. (laughs) (laughs) But with that said, um uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy uh happy uh um happy thanks happy Thanksgiving. Be sure to tell everyone that you're thankful for that you're thankful for them. Include your pets. I'm thankful for you too. I said we're thankful for you. Like we're we. Oh, thankful. you meant yeah, oh them. them Sorry, listening. I thought we were having yeah. a moment. Sorry, we are thankful for you. I'm incredibly yeah. thankful for all of you guys. I'm thankful for you though. Well, now I'm not. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Right. I'm thankful for you too. Well, thank you. All right, go spend some time with your family. Watch the footballs. Play some footballs. Watch the parade that's already wrapped up. Um, they're they're doing reruns. They're doing reruns. Yeah, you watch some B list celebrity. No, not even B list. Watch some <laughs> F list celebrities lip sync on a float and see a giant cartoon cat in the air. And then Barney explode again. Maybe. I don't know if that happened this year or not. I don't know. Probably not. But... Probably not. Um, I love you. <laughs>